0: About my favorite time of the year,
1: summertime. The hum of a few honeybees, barely the whisper of a magnolia breeze. See chirping their trees. Summer song, summer song. Cold lemonade every night. Why don't we skinny dip in the moonlight? Swat my sweaty neck, a mosquito bite. A summer song, summer song. Ooh, ooh. Well, kids all barefoot. Short bridges I watch them running through fields and ditches. Whoa Lord that mosquito bite itches Summer song Summer song Okay this is no mosquito bite It's swollen up and infected and I don't feel right must have been a spider or some poisonous night Summer song, summer song. Ooh. Ooh. I require immediate care. Somebody call. Ambulance please Homemade ice cream And tire swings Summer song Summer song I feel like my blood is on fire Sweet baby Jesus My blood is on fire Swimming hole And my blood is on fire Summer song fire blood Where the fuck is that ambulance I am becoming seriously concerned I'm also starting to hallucinate Summer squash I can't believe this is how it ends Please tell my ex-wife I still love her I don't even care about her and Ray Ray Yes, I do Summer whore I should have hung out more with my kids Especially Todd Who's had a rough time Methamphetamine's a son of a bitch Skinny jeans Shonda Rhimes Ooh, oh God Oh, it burns Ooh, oh Jesus My blood is on fire Oh Jesus, I don't want to die Oh, sweet Jesus coming Jesus Christ. Jesus help me Christ. so here we are two hours later it turns out I just had low blood sugar the paramedics gave me cold lemonade and laughed at me which was wrong Called me pussy. <laughs> but I'm strong. And I will sing my summer song. My summer song. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Steven Lynch.
0: That song is epic, man. It's like <laughs> 10 minutes long. Feel free to chop it up if you guys want. I love it. <laughs>
3: I met a chef. I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah. I was in California, and she comes up to me, and, and she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a fan of yours, and whatever. You know what I'm known for, chef? I'm like, ugh, who even opens like that? You know what, right. what I mean? Right. Because uh, I felt like saying, oh, well, I'm known for walking away from people like you, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, all let right, me be nice. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm like, yeah, she goes, I invented avocado toast. Ooh! Ooh. How the hell can you take credit for putting avocado. avocado on a toast? That's so stupid. That's like saying someone invented nachos. It, they didn't. That right. just ca- that happened right. organically. It's just a mixture of ingredients. There's no. There's nothing there. You took an avocado, you put it on a piece of toast. You can't invent that. There's nothing else to it, right?
4: Nothing else to it. Don't you put something else on it like that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, douche sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, some you kind take of take a $2 shit. avocado
3: and then you make it $13 by putting it on toast. It's, I, it makes me... <laughs>
4: Oh, some sprouts. Don't you sprouts? put sprouts? yes you do. You <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Why? I don't I don't need avocado toast. <laughs> Fuck just, you. I just like the way you say things like sprouts. Sprouts. <laughs> you know the fucking sprouts. Because I like I like uh feeling
3: knowledgeable. Yeah. No, they do <laughs> put sprouts on. But she sprouts. she actually told me she invented avocado toast. I I was like Yeah. yeah she's like wh- she's like, uh what do you do? I'm like, uh I'm divorced and Trying to get a gig in New York, that's it. Get away from me. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going low with you. I'm not going to sit here and have a piss contest with right, right. a lady who thinks she invented avocado toast. Ugh, with yeah.
4: Sprouts. Sprouts. Good old Sprouts. A little guacamole. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Come Bill Burr, come on in, man. We're already doing on? it. How are, How you? are yeah. you? That's How Carl. Good? Carl from on? the Food Network. Guy Fieri's uh, very good friend. We were just How talking about. Um, oh, here, let me turn on your mic. He was just discussing avocado toast as we were waiting for you. Okay. We were, we were already running out of oh, things Bill. to talk about because we got to avocado toast. So, so I'm doing a Food Network I don't shoot.
3: understand what the fascination is. But, it's like literally you just listed the ingredients. Right. Well, this is going to send you to, to level 100 said. in one second. So I'm doing a Food Network show, and the chef comes up to me. She's like big in California, and she says, uh, you know what I'm known for? I said, who the fuck opens a conversation right, like that? Right. She goes, I invented avocado toast. Dead fucking serious. Well, I it kind of didn't exist. The last time no. I saw you, I don't think it existed. No, no, that's... people because it's so simple. And
2: like the people last used it... fucking year and a half, <laughs> all of a sudden, like that became like the biggest fucking thing ever. So now everybody's trying to put their twist on it. Oh, it
4: makes well, it even this, worse. But this person's trying to claim they invented it, and Carl's like, "You can't invent." You can't. That's like saying you invented toast. putting
3: butter and sugar on toast. It doesn't. Yeah. You can't invent that. It's that's... an assembly. Exactly. It's not an, It's not a recipe. So.
2: Well, who did think of putting avocado on? That's weird. No, because who who would have thought that would have gone together
3: in California? They used it all the time. Back in
2: the '70s, you
3: could I I tracked it back back to. Less, less I planos. like that
2: she fucking bugged you that much that you actually found the Wikipedia page on avocado toast. <laughs> she did. She popped
3: in dreams of it. <laughs> I was reading for like. two Oh, days. and it doesn't stop there. If you follow it back, it goes back to Cologne, Germany. Oh, I kept looking. Like not your name, not your name. Next page. You're still not here. You're still not here. I yeah. hated her. You know what? That fucking Mario Batali show was going to come back. Then he he did what he did. And now it's gone. I uh, fucking. He was one of my favorite.
2: You know something. Yeah, you know, like dude. I I missed the, uh, the the that show because he just was cooking. Yeah, and somewhere along the line, they just the Food Network kind of went into this whole thing where it was like they just brought all this anxiety to it. Yeah, like you got to make pancakes, you got a straw. Yeah. and a fucking some cornflakes. I'm the champion. Like, of how that. the fuck am I going to do this? <laughs> it's just like a cooking's supposed to be this relaxing, yeah. wonderful thing that you do for yourself or yeah. somebody else, and they just made it this fucking stressful. Them and the Weather Channel. <laughs> they, they, they went they went fucking just they just they just got into all this everybody's yelling because there's so many channels i should talk with my fucking act but well, like every. it's just like i i used to watch i used to just chill out well, you they, know, when i had nothing going on in my yeah. career i would watch molto mario yeah and then uh i used to watch what's her face before she got huge she like took over the whole world as a rachel rachel ray yeah and i remember i was with this woman at the
3: time going, I don't know there's something about her She goes, Eh, she's just nothing They put a little couple of highlights in her hair and that was it. Yeah. She used to she used to work on the Upper East Side. She was a uh A cheese taster. She would let people taste cheese with the little toothpicks. Rachel Ray? Yeah.
4: That's how she started. That's how she started. She invented it. She invented it. She invented it.
2: Yeah. She was the first person. Everybody used to have them in their hand, and it was gross. She was the one (laughs) who was like, put the toothpick in it. And it was like, oh, my God, this is so sanitary. (laughs) She invented the toothpick. Yeah. She was a cheese. She was a visionary.
3: (laughs) She's a Steve Jobs of fucking cheese samples. But going
4: back to the Weather Channel, we're, we're getting close to losing one, man, when they go out there in the storms like that. And they oh, put themselves they gotta, in positions, yeah. and then they have to say, "Don't do this," or "You you shouldn't be outside." But I, I we had a, a two by four f- uh, flying by on the last storm. <laughs> you see that viral <laughs> no, video? No, I didn't see that. Missed uh, the big rock star over there at uh, the Weather Channel. I forgot his name. Well, name. I
2: think as as climate change or whatever the fuck you're supposed to call it now continues, yeah, the storms are going to get more and more severe. Yeah. With there'll be more and more channels covering it which will make them can we get these people closer to what's going on right right? they'll sign a waiver and they'll do some sort of sad thing that's going to be the funniest montage ever because it's going to be the person it's like if you got eaten by an alligator like any all the montage of life is you fucking with alligators like that guy that they that guy yeah steve Irwin. it's like his whole fucking video montage was him fucking with animals like bringing them all the level of stress that that guy brought to animals, all oh, into the God. fight or flight. They're looking at them like, is this guy going to eat me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But because it's a snake and shit, people think the snake doesn't have. Family. Well, it's a reptile. It probably. <laughs> <laughs> I liked where you were going with so. <laughs> it. <laughs> it was making sense. Who is that on the wall there?
4: See, no one can figure it out. You want to take a guess? This is an ongoing thing. Uh, ongoing
2: podcast. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: hasn't gotten that bad yet. That's David Lee Roth, believe it or not.
2: Oh, that's just a bad picture. That's you know what David it's? Lee he's, Roth. He's, he's pulling his face and trying to hit a note Yeah, but he's
4: got like uh, a captain's hat on, and then he's got a sheriff, st- sheriff star on the hat. He's a mess in that picture. As opposed
2: to what? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> dude, that guy has had some of the best on stage. Every one time me and DeRosa, were, when he was living back here in New York. We went, and he goes, dude, look at this video, and it was David Lee Roth. He had on a, a pair of, like, these skin-tight, like, pink spandex. You remember those boots from the 70s, those ski boots that looked like woolly mammoth of hair? Course, yeah. He had that over that. He yeah. had, like, ski goggles on <laughs> right. and no shirt. Right. And was on, on, like, daytime TV with, like, Van Halen or something. <laughs> and was doing this little, like, sort of dance, jump move towards the camera, and he had the mic down by his dick. And it was just like, <laughs> this guy's just like. But it made sense, right? No, but he's, no, he's one of the best front men he, of all fucking time. David Lee, you can't fuck with David dude, Lee Roth. Dude, he,
4: uh, and he does great radio over the years we've had him on. And I had him on the show with uh, Doc Gooden. And uh-huh. Doc Gooden's telling some insane fucking drug story that would bring you to tears. And David Lee Roth's on the show, like, thinking it's the greatest thing ever, going,
3: "All right, right, man! <laughs> Rad.
4: That's not, not good, and he's spilling his guts out oh, to us, having a, pretty that. much a nervous breakdown, telling us his drug story. <laughs> and David Lee Roth is just not reading the room
2: and thinks, <laughs> thinks it's the, the most awesome story he's ever heard. Hey, 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 1-8 <laughs> right. ball coming up. Oh, I love that guy. So
4: how's it being uh, back in New York there, Billy?
5: Billy
2: Burr? It's lonely. I'm not back here with my family, and then I go back to all the clubs, and everybody's, like, moved on. Right. So it's weird. Oh, is they're it? either not there or they're dead. That's basically Jesus. all my friends. Yeah, it sucks. That's one of the things they don't tell you about getting older. But, um, yeah, so that brought it down. You guys want to go back to avocado toast? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, so your crew's moving on? They're just in uh, – Well, they're, no, they're just like – They just they don't all, hang out like
5: they used no, to. No,
2: they've become successful. They, right. They're like, you know, there's each, each like level – there's people that move on or just say, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. But, like, there's only so long that you can stay in, like, the same, like, place, I think, before you, you kind of lose it. Yeah. Um, you go solely insane. So I think, I don't know. It's just, it's different. But I'll tell you this, all of these, uh, I saw that Mark Norman last night. Oh, my God, He's is that funny. guy funny. He's funny. really shit. fucking funny. Man. No, I was, it's been a while since I've seen a guy where it was, like... Um, like I was picturing him crushing on Letterman with those jokes. Yeah, and I was picturing Dave laughing, going like, "Like it's been a while since I've I've seen a guy that could." Like you're watching this set late night at a club, and it's like this is killing late night at a comedy club, and this would also kill. Yeah, at uh, late night talk show. I mean, that that's how tight his his jokes are. Like it's been a while since awesome. since he, I've seen like a, a, a joke writer like that. Man. He's
4: he's well on his way too. He's he's yeah. doing more and more of that. And uh, and you're playing the Garden again, bro. Yeah. I mean, is it fucked up to it's, you? Yeah, I know you've weird. had an incredible success, obviously. No,
2: it's weird. I got a good story for you. When yeah. I, I was I was back home, and I was doing the Boston Garden. Right, I did three of these things. Jesus. On the I only did three. I remember back in the day, like guys like Dane Cook, he had the same road schedule as like the Celtics, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mainly do theater. So I, I did. I did the forum and then I did the Boston Garden. So, Boston Garden, that's where I'm from. So, I got all kinds of friends and family padding the stats there. So, it was fucking jam packed. I'm doing it in the round. And I, yeah, there's that feeling when you're backstage going, This is like a fucking cartoon. This is ridiculous. This doesn't make sense. Are people up top going to feel like they got their money? Having a, basically a panic attack while Verzi was on Killing or Tony V. I forget who was on. And then my phone rings, and I see it's my wife. And I'm like, oh, this is why I married her. She's going to be like, I love you. You deserve this. Go out there, have a great, remember to have fun. And I picked the phone up, and she was crying hysterically. She was like, oh my God, me. Right? And I was like, I thought there was something wrong with that kid. I'm like, what happened? What happened? What happened? She goes, no, no, nothing bad. I just saw a star is born. It was so good. And I was literally perfect. sitting there like
1: <laughs>
2: – I felt like I was in a sitcom. I was like, are you fucking serious? I go, do you understand what you just did to me? I go, honey, I got a show. And she's like, oh, my God. Are you about ready to go on stage? And I was like, yes. And then she was like laughing through crying, yeah. which was so adorable. <laughs> and yeah. she goes, I'm sorry. you Have a good time. You're so <laughs> – <I'm just like, laughs> oh So I just walked out on stage and told that story. And it got a big laugh, and I was on my way, so, you know. Yeah, yeah that's she's a not, good
4: start to that. I, I uh, You know, I'm a fan of your podcast, obviously, and she's really good. Nia's oh, really yeah, good no, with no. you. She, you don't she, put her on a lot, but when you do, it's uh, – Well, now
2: that I have – now that we have the kid and everything, yeah. it's not, I mean, somebody's got to watch the kids. So yeah. that that kind of killed her um, coming on. And, uh, and also, you know, just the ridiculous level of adjustment to your life. Like um, some I've been talking about on stage is so how they don't tell you that when you have a kid – like how much that what that does to your relationship with your spouse where it's like you guys go from this looking at each other to you just staring fixated on the kid and not even in a bad way but if you guys don't check in with each other you just start fucking drifting apart and like we got to the point we were just like passing each other in the hall like what's up you know (laughs) (laughs) when you just see somebody late night on the street you know what i mean you just give them the obligatory hello so we had to kind of like and then it's like now we now we like go on like dates, but then we go on dates and like ten minutes in, we're showing pictures of our daughter. Hey, you see this one and blah, blah blah, and we're like, this is normal, right? But we but you like you really have to make an effort to uh, be like, hey, you still cool with me? You know, <laughs> I'm I'm a few years ahead of you in that
4: game. Yeah. It, it gets way better, but I, I could totally relate to that because because your daughter's only not even
2: two yeah, yet, not even two right? going to be uh, yeah. No, you're two.
4: still you guys are still in it. Like, she doesn't move around a lot
2: yet, right? No, she's walking. And, so, so, but and she's put.
4: staying in one room more or less?
2: But it's definitely.
4: Now you're chasing. No. You have started the chasing Chasing. Around. So now okay. it's like,
2: you know what the deal is. They walk into a room and it's just like gravitate to whatever can fucking hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like you got all these toys that are all safe and they're like, oh, an outlet. <laughs> right. they, they stick their finger in it. Yeah, you go in there, they're playing with a cord, and they got it around their <laughs> neck. And it was like, I left a half a second ago. You know that's what I crazy. mean? That's, Fucking.
4: Your, that's your whole job. Yeah. So keep make sure keep them
2: safe. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just something that, like, yeah, me and my wife, used, we used to be that couple. Like, we I loved it because people would be like, man, you guys laugh all the time. Me and my wife, me and my girlfriend used to laugh. We used to inspire people. And then we kind of became... It was it was bad. It was rough for a little bit. We were just like, "What happened?" We used to laugh, man. <laughs> like, ah, it, yeah, you gotta get but,
4: a, give yourself a break, though. Yeah, no, oh, but no, we we got it. Two
2: years? Forget it. Yeah, no, we got it. We kind we kind of got the thing back where okay, I uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. You know what I did do is I just stopped fucking arguing. I'm just like done with it, and whatever she tells me to do, I just do. So now we're getting along great. So I'm happy with that. But That's there's funny. this underlying resentment I have where I'm just kind of like, oh, so basically if we do everything that you want, yeah, like we're going to get along great. And there's all this fucking shit out there about, oh, you know, all these fucking women, you know, just every day just like just bitch moaning and complaining about how fucking difficult their lives are in America, which is so funny <laughs> to me. It's just like, why don't you look up the kid that had to sew your blouse together? I think you'd feel a little bit better about your position in the world no the level that they're talking i mean it's crazy my favorite thing was when those two women i'm not gonna say their name they got arrested at that fucking thing don't say their name sure and they come walking out and they're doing the black power like they're like they're black like they're at the 68 olympics and they went through (laughs) slavery and it's like it's like you're a blonde white woman (laughs) what are you doing uh, <laughs> it's just fucking like, and it's, it's a, it, and yeah. everybody's so afraid to get in trouble or get fired that everybody, yeah, but then every whisper is going to, what the yeah. fuck was that? What the fuck was that? It, it's, so
4: It's a great angle because uh, in other places of the world, you're sending your eight-year-old off to a, some sweat factory with a, a lunch party. Or pad. deliberately
3: <laughs> maiming him so he can get he can get an <laughs> yes! extra fucking yeah. ruble or yeah, some exactly. shit. it's yeah. great I mean, but one, yeah. as, a, as a Latin person, you know, I grew up with real- As a
2: person of color in <laughs> this culture,
3: how do you, f- <laughs> this current climate, well, I How do you up, navigate avocado toast? I'll tell you one thing, Bill. I, uh, growing up, people, I experienced real racism. Real. Straight to me, straight up. You know, you're Spick, you're this, you're that, you're that. Right. The old, the Archie Bunker stuff. Yeah, the Archie Bunker stuff. Everybody was the way, you know, they used to call me, hey, taco, come over here, <laughs> <laughs> do this. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Cuban. They're like, I'm doing your favorite taco. Vamos, vamanos, yeah, rapido, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And being in the restaurant business, I mean, there's nothing lower than that. You know, I started from the bottom as a dishwasher. Right. Nothing bothered me then as much as it does now as people that have never experienced racism explaining to me what I need to be offended about. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh,
4: here
2: we
3: go. It's 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 mind numbing. They don't realize how there was a there was a there's a thing in well, Times thing Square. Is, you're
2: not smart enough to understand that you're being insulted. You need somebody white to explain. <laughs> but it to it's you.
3: so annoying to me. <laughs> it's, it's worse than you calling me being derogatory. It's it just feels like you are treating me like I'm an idiot. I
2: took a sociology
3: class. <laughs> I un- I understand your plight.
2: <laughs> let me re Let me explain to you
3: what I'm doing to you. Like everyone, you know, I, I worked for this French chef who literally told me he's like, "Well, you're you're Latin, you know." God made you small because you're 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 supposed to go in holes and dig ditches. Yeah. You know that's what your culture is. Right, you're a, right. you're a bread culture. We're not we're a culture by choice. This is how he's talking to me, right? Was he wearing a beret? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was wearing a big toque. But let me I love this you. guy. Yeah, he was crazy. I mean, old seventies French chef. You know, hated everybody. But I stuck it through, and that guy went up to bat for me when I when I when I went through all his bullshit, and he treated me better. Than any fucking Spanish guy would have <laughs> ever in the world. He he went up to bed. He got me. Sounds an extra like an shit. officer uh, and a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> he really he really helped me out. But now everybody want to make just... souffle, sir. <laughs> bullshit! Yeah, My grandmother like... wants to make well, souffle. It's, <laughs> it's, like
4: it's exhausting. And I, I was talking uh, about you before you got here about comedy in general and how you you're more or less escaping the whole uh, PC bullshit, mean spirited. No,
2: that... no, not not escaping it because there's nothing well, to escape. What they do is I, I've learned through. All things comedy started this podcast yeah, network. Right. How few people you need to tweet at the same time to start trending. Right. So you're really seeing this is it like they're misreading where this whole political correctness and shit. People are just trying not to get in trouble. They don't agree with it. So they're misreading like where people are the same way they misread this last election. I think today, I don't know, dude. I got a like if, if you're a Democrat, I got a bad feeling because all of these fucking people, like all of these celebrities that go out there trying to rally people right, to, you vote. Know, to vote blue. It's like yeah. you're being broadcast where people in red can see it. It'd be like if you were fighting a war and you're going to do a surprise attack on Japan and they're watching you talking about <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't understand how they don't think that a bunch of people... Right. do. my fucking guy driving me over from the airport is like, I'm voting all fucking red. I'm voting all fucking <laughs> right, red. Right. And it's just like, I don't know how, like... Well, this, well, All you do is, a, is somebody in the public eye telling people you know what to vote for. All you, like, people are smart. They know who they're going to vote for. All you're doing is just catching the attention of some guy in a white van with <laughs> right. two fucking seats who just wants to do something crazy. That's the only guy that you're going to – You're Very changing smart. him in that he's now going to go after you.
4: Well, well there's a couple of things. It's an insult to my intelligence when the celebrities are coming forward and saying you got to vote. Basically what they're saying is Don't, you you got to vote Democrat. Right. That's right. what they're saying. Yeah, they're yeah, trying to act like are. it's
2: non... Yeah, yeah, Somebody asked me to are. do Tries that. Trust
4: me nuts. It's like, yeah.
2: Somebody right. try asked me to do that, and yeah. then I, I don't get involved. I'm not yeah. fucking going to sit there. Dude, I flunked everything in high school. Who the fuck am I to tell these people what to vote for? And they go, no, this is nonpartisan. It's like, have you Liars. looked at the people that you yeah, have on yeah. this? This is not like... Yeah. If I stand anywhere near half of these people, look at their fucking Twitter feeds. Yeah. I'm not fucking sticking my head on that yeah. chopping I'm, block. I'm just insulted. I, I, I
4: would rather them say, we all want you to vote Democrat instead of this, like, you need to vote because you're an American. Well, they did that.
2: that last election. So now what yeah. they're trying to be is like, it's really important to get out and vote. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, I understand that. What else? You know, oxygen is probably one of the more important gases in the atmosphere. And you want to make sure that you keep breathing. Oh, thank you. Fucking third lead on a sitcom, but we live in New York where
4: your vote truly doesn't matter. It's so democratic that
3: I know we're good. We're good Uh, in this state. How about in Jersey? I'm voting for a Cuban felon (laughs) (laughs) or or a Republican billionaire. Just like I don't care. I don't. It doesn't matter. No,
4: but uh no, but I was going to give you a compliment though because you're you're more or less skating it because your comedy's so damn honest. And, I, no, think, what it is, and I think no, there's
2: nothing malicious behind because people always go, You 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 get away with this, and it's like getting away impl- implies that I meant something malicious. I don't. I'm up there, I'm a fucking moron, I don't read, <laughs> and I'm up there to make you laugh. Right. And like th- and there's some people, you know, you drive across their front lawn, they get upset, even though you've been driving over everybody's fucking yards the whole time. There's just, you know, those those they're fucking babies. Yeah. And you know, nowadays, you know, you need controversy to, to make something sell. So you can do a show in front of a thousand people and 999, enjoy it. But if one person didn't, that becomes the story. The person who fucking did it. And it'd be like, I got a fucking partial standing ovation. One person walked out. If I was a fucking president, if that was my approval rating, I would be the yeah. most popular president ever. Like this, this is, you're, this is not. Well,
4: why do we focus on the one person? Money. Yeah, but that's what I told Money, because
2: then people stop, because there's a million channels, people watch people yelling at each other. That's what the fuck happened at ESPN. You yeah. had PTI. We had two people who were actually yes. friends, yeah. and they were like, they would get heated, yeah. and they distilled that down to people like people yelling about sports, and ESPN went this horrible fucking period where they just would have, they would just skip Bayless. It'd be like, he would they, that guy would literally argue if you said you need air to breathe. He'd be like, oh, I'll tell you what I'm not gonna. He would just He would just <laughs> argue the other side. It's just like, I'm kind of happy he's not there anymore. I figured, like, after a while, he's like, guys, I
3: can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I saw a video about Skip Bayless, Skip, arguing with Skip. So they made oh, little yeah. oh, cuts. that's great. So it was literally on, on the same side. It was yeah. Skip Bayless on a different day saying okay. the opposite thing. And he sat in his giant house watching that cackling. Yeah, of As course. It of course. <laughs> exactly. As, <laughs> As it go through all the empty yeah. up- yeah. <laughs> cathedral ceiling. Yeah. Because ah, ah, yeah. he ah. got tired of furniture like, and <laughs> the
4: whole house. But... but <laughs> But the point I told you guys years ago, when they they did this to the radio guys, where it was it was always the minority that got the the radio shows fired. It wasn't a massive majority. It was like holy shit, we got to get uh, rid of this certain show. It was always one fucking small group of people that had all the power, and I would yell to the executives like, "We ignore those idiots. They don't mean anything in the in the long
2: run." And now well, it that's, feels, that's it feels corporate- like it's starting to
4: happen with comedy a little bit.
2: Well, that's well. Fortunately, we don't make money for a corporation if we made money for a corporation we would all be fucked I mean I guess we do in a way with the promoters but like corporations are like if one nickel is gonna roll out the door like, but the whole Colin Kaepernick thing with the NFL, at first they were supporting trying to be progressive, and then all the racists who were watching it who made it about, you know, fucking Iraq and Afghanistan, even though they kept saying this is about police brutality. Like, my brother's fighting in Iraq. It's like, dude, <laughs> nobody is saying your brother is in Iraq. You're not listening. You're arguing a different argument. Right, right. But those people stopped watching and blah, blah, blah. So they actually sided with ignorance and racism uh, in a way because... But they were doing it for financial reasons. Yeah. So they're like, all right, let's squash these five or six people that are doing this. And these racist people will come back and buy, you know, fucking whatever, uh, 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 a Mitch. Right. But whatever well, side, John, it's whatever. money. Money's the lifeblood of a corporation. What it is. No, yeah. and all of these – that's another thing too is that's why if you notice like, you know, that there's a lot of comics say crazy shit, but you need a certain amount of followers before what you say becomes offensive because they're not going to waste their time – Hitching their wagon to somebody that they're not going to get traction for, they'd much rather do it when you become like right. a name. Yeah. So, the genius of my career is I've never been the guy, so I, I maintain. <laughs> you know, I'm never in the stratosphere. I'm down. Was it the troposphere or whatever the right. fuck it is? The one that we breathe. Like, I'm down here. So all wow, of those people smart. up there, and that's why I, I don't do those fucking
3: politic things. You know, standing there. Uh, yeah. Uh, guy Fieri told me that one time. I uh. I got in trouble for for answering a tweet. I was judging a, a competition on the Food Network and that someone tweeted me, you know, that was racist that the black person didn't win. You know, why did the white person win the cooking competition? I said, because the black person sucked. <laughs> you know, it was that simple. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. No good. That was yeah, That was no that was that good. Sucks. No, you can't. No bueno. Yes. No bueno. And the, no, and, you
2: should have said the black person's dish sucked. You should have said because his no, dish, no, I did. His dish I did. tastes better is I what did. you say. That's but what I, said what, what you really should do truck. is you shouldn't answer. That's what I learned. Like, that's what I no, you know. I, that's I just what I learned I, the hard way. I, I hit it back over. I've been saying this on everything whenever people like. Because now like, they literally ask you these fucking career-ending questions like I'm running for office. I'm like, I'm not required to answer any of this. So they'll be like, so what do you think about Louie coming back? I always go, oh, you know, I don't know. What do you think <laughs> oh, about Christ. it? And it's just – and then they start talking about it, and then I don't have to answer. It's just like, oh, hey, Bill, you can, you can afford to pay for your house this month. You yeah. want to fuck with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. No.
4: I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, man. because you don't mind.
2: You're, you're only allowed to have one opinion on yeah. so many topics now, which is, you know, this opinion of – which is funny. It's allegedly this this left kind of thing, but, like, they're acting like like the way that they always say that the extreme right acts where they just, like – you know, think what we think, say what we say. If you don't, we're going to destroy you. And it's yeah. just like, it's an, like um, that. That's where, because I'm liberal, but I'm not like that. Like I don't know what the fuck that is. So I mean, like you know, yeah,
4: I, I, I don't know. So I, I ran into Louis. We had a nice conversation. He's doing well, and I told him I support him. I, I, I mean, I'm answering your question <laughs> he did I, it again. <laughs> I, there you go. I, no, he, he, of course he should be able to continue his fucking career. Jesus. All right. Well,
2: I have a sofa if you need to crash <laughs> <laughs> for a day or two. We had a very nice yeah. chat.
4: Uh, he might even come on this thing. We'll see. He
3: said he said to an email and That's uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, me and my buddies are the network fans of uh, you're, when you did live in the Fillmore. It's, you're the only comedian I have in my phone, and we play it because you did a bit about uh, supermarkets, about how they make you do everything. Oh
2: yeah, no. Newark Airport's like that. I fucking snap. All the self checkout. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. We well, gotta it. pay for your. Own, you, you, it was. You, you gotta literally. Like, we dude, die I, laughing. I hope people yeah. just fucking start stealing shit and just like. <laughs> but then they'll bring the robots in to fucking drag you up <laughs> yeah, the plane <laughs> with their metal fleshy hand. No, I'm not doing it. I'm good. You don't, I, don't like
4: self checkout? I love self checkout. No. At first, I hated it. It's but a now, scam. Why is it a scam? You know, how, how do people not work? Yeah, I
3: don't give a fuck about that. I don't want to deal with not Like anything's any cheaper. Do you understand you got to check yourself on a supermarket and pay 10 cents for a bag? They're laughing well, all the way to the well, bank. Well, the bag
2: thing is ridiculous.
3: That's like hotels. No, you it
2: know. isn't because you're fucking pollutant. You know, bring your stupid fucking yeah, that <laughs> bag. No, but the point is everyone's still getting their fucking plastic bags. Yeah,
4: no,
3: they're, they're still they're not.
2: They're not? In my area, they are. In New York, they are. Yeah, in New York, I think they don't you give are, a And fuck. you think everybody else? Is <laughs> well, that's probably what's going well, on. Is, there. <laughs> if I was your therapist, that's well, what that, I would that's that's say. Her... Well, I, I'm with you with That's because you're doing it. I'm doing it. Everybody's got <laughs> to be it, doing it. back me up in yeah. New York. No, they, they... he's always he's done that with any medical issue. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, "Hey, your kidneys hurting yet?" I'm like, "No, well, they will. <laughs> they will." It's like, Opie, we're from a different fucking DNA family tree. I don't. What you're Gene doing. William. He did that for fucking years. <laughs> your your eyes go yet? <laughs> no. Nope, well. You wait. You wait, bro. <laughs> you wait. It's just like. <laughs> He's November not... 7. Well, how old are you? It's going to be November 17th. It's just like he's not wrong because when he... how self-involved are you that you literally like all my medical like if I have it, the whole world must have it.
4: He's not, he's not wrong because I couldn't wait to wish him a very happy 50th. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he turned 50. I couldn't wait to text yeah. Bill because I'm like, oh, there's a
2: whole another list of problems now. Wait till no, you I'm have no, gone to the. Do- I've gone to the doctor. I'm. Um, I'm fucking. You know, getting uh, all checked out. Yeah, I did the colonoscopy that fucking last month. That's yeah. the easiest thing ever. Yeah, the only thing that is, is the drinking the stuff is the, uh, the hard part. Shitting your brains out. It's yeah. actually like, it's like ridiculous. Ugh. It's like really, again, it's fucking ridiculous. But then you just go there and they go, all right, put this on your face. And they put it on your face and you just wake up. They do say to lay on your side. It's yeah. like, am I literally helping to fucking date rape myself here? <laughs> and you just...
3: <laughs> You're raised, you fucking,
2: self-rape? dude. You literally you breathe in, and then you just go to sleep, and it feels like two seconds later, like, all right, you're good. <laughs> that, good. That that that. We propo- just had a whole camera crew up your ass, <laughs> and you have no fucking idea. Well, the two things
4: on that, the propofol is holy shit. You, you could basically knock someone out and You could uh, stop. You, you
2: could stop stop a protest with what's coming <laughs> out of your fucking. <laughs> no kidding.
4: <laughs> and the other thing is, we're lucky because the cameras finally got smaller. I know it's kind of a hack bit, but when our Parents oh. were getting their colonoscopies. That shit was the real deal. Did they deal. even have? Well, that's why I, I think
2: oh, Vince man, Lombardi didn't do it. Camera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vince Lombardi was like, you're not sticking that thing up my ass. And he just went out. He was just like, oh. "That's that was the old school guy. Yeah, but, but he didn't regret it either. <laughs> that's <laughs> those, what I'm saying. Those guys were tough. They yeah. didn't give a
4: fuck. Man,
2: when I was hanging out with my dad at
4: the VFW hall, they all had cancer and they didn't give a shit. Yeah.
3: I don't care. My I was, my it,
4: brother's a big Harvard it was Cancer was a badge of honor. Well, <laughs> well, they were all older guys, and they lived their lives like when you're young and you're looking at that situation, you're like holy fuck, go to a doctor.
1: Like ah,
4: fuck it. For what reason? You know, he's missing an ear, and it was.
2: <laughs> Incl- you know, it, it kind of looks incredible. like how he, oh, he's going out, like he wants to go out his Refrigerator Perry. Oh pe- shit! Pe- I, yes. No, people keep saying all the concern about his drinking and stuff. He goes, he goes, I'm a country boy. I'm back in my hometown. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy as I've ever been. So it's just like, just leave me alone. Isn't he living in his car or a van or no. something like?
4: That? No, I read a story about that.
2: I'm gonna look. It up I wasn't at trying podcast. to take it down that road. I just like to drink, and it made me feel good oh, that okay. he didn't quit. <laughs> Fair enough. That he oh, didn't quit. And he was just like, look, you know, I, I got my little fucking juice here that I like drinking. You know. <laughs>
0: thematically this one's a little more old school
1: Omaha Bluebird She's got her whole fist inside me And I forgot my safe word Is it Hamilton Or Aaron Bird Every time I get it wrong It's another inch deeper Oh Jesus Is it Cumberbatch Or Babadook It's kinda hard to concentrate When you're hanging from an old meat hook Is it stop Why would it be I asked her for a hint, but she just took a shit on me, oh, Jesus Maybe it's rock, maybe it's roll, maybe it's please don't slide that rod into my penis it's not help. It's not, dear God. I found that one out when she hit me with the cattle prod. Oh Jesus! Now I feel so empty and torn up inside. Not from guilt, but from that fist. it's still in there it's not going to the safe word I'll be knowing but I'm blanking and she's laughing and her poor arm's about half in and this was my first time I'm newly christened when she Talk safe words I should have listened But I was distracted Watched her undressing The fuck am I singing Get back to guessing Is it whip? Is it plume? Is it chair? Okay, I know it's not I'm just naming shit That I see in this room I give up. SOS. She's got her high heel on my throat, and now I'm losing conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky surprise ending.
0: Because <laughs> I've lost consciousness.
3: I got it. <laughs> I
4: I got a uh, Patriots question for you because What's the that? other day we were trying to figure it out because I, I like the Patriots because my Jets suck a dick and I had I spent that time in Boston so I have a little love for the Patriots. What was the worst record that Tom Brady had? We were trying to figure this out the other day and I probably should have fucking googled it after this conversation, but uh, like maybe
2: ten and six
4: was his worst record. Maybe right?
2: no, we didn't make the playoffs the year after the first year. We we won it, uh, so I would imagine that would probably be about nine and seven.
4: But he's been an animal for his entire fucking career. He's one of the best. With
2: all, all dude, the... I went I went to the Packers game and I got to be on the sidelines, and all of no those guys shit. went. Dude, the the level of shape that NFL players are in, like, dude, I'm t- I'm telling you, like, lightning fucking qu- they they look like superheroes and there was so many like the D linemen now it's like even like the offensive linemen, they're fucking shredded like right. it's not like the old days with the you know a lot of fat guys they everybody down there was shredded and brady came running but i mean like he looked like he was like fucking 30 31 <laughs> he's just <laughs> well, running but i got like vi- you got to see this video i took of the guy like he, he looks like like a fucking movie star yeah just 0% body fat all of them like yeah. we're just out there I was like Jesus Christ I mean I went back to the gym I thought I was getting in shape I went down there I go these guys are like they're, they're not even they're literally like you know like you ever seen like a supermodel and like how beautiful they are yeah. they had that with like strength yeah. We like how are these people even fucking human like I just I was looking at cornerbacks going if that fucking guy ever hit me oh, over over we did, we, then I could be like Opie you get hit by an NFL cornerback yet uh, you will <laughs> We do. you will you got that coming you got that coming bill has no idea i've gone through some changes in my
4: life we do a lot that
5: guy anymore we do a but, lot
4: of events but, with, with but the nfl funny. uh wait but i just want to finish with the brady thing yeah. now that he's what 40 41 years old i i root for 41 him. i root for him even more now man because that's just incredible that he's hyper that he's, that he's playing at
3: your 41 it's, it's no
4: i understand that but the, he's playing at that level at 41 is, is pretty fucking incredible yeah.
3: Incredible. He's a big yeah. dude, man. Yeah. I mean so we do a lot of food network events cross with the NFL. And guy likes to just put me in fucked up situations. So we're in the, we're in Miami at the, in this big lobby in this hotel. And he goes to Steve Hutchinson, he's a giant fucking dude. He used to play for the Vikings. He's the guy that invented the contract, the poison pill. It's a crazy giant big dude. The poison it's, well, oh, what's whatever. Called, just... It's like a contract. It's a, it's if they cut you, you get your whole contract. He was famous to call the poison pill. That's what he was famous for. Him, oh. him and his agent but he's this giant fucking Hall of Famer guy. So the guy goes, Can you do me a favor? Can you tackle Carl as hard as you can? Holy fuck. We're all drinking. That guy hit me. My shoe came off. Yeah, it was like that. getting hit by a fucking. What did car. you land on? No, he scooped me up, hit me, and then put me down like a baby. Like he gave me the impact, but didn't let me fall. Fuck. And ass. just put me down. My ribs. Yeah, of course. Oh, my
4: God. You know, when, I was right
2: inside like- the NFL, and Boomer Esiason was trying to show me this play <laughs> right. where this quarterback got picked up, and I should have been like, dude, I saw the play, but he just came over, this giant guy, and he went to pick me up, and rather than grab me from the back, he did it from the sides. Yeah. And I just heard, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what, I, that's just what I felt.
2: And I try to make him feel better. He goes, he goes, he was that your ribs? I go, nah, I think it was my back. He goes, I think it was your ribs. Dude, I had like muscle spasms. Like I was out in yeah. LA, like a week later, like, ah Yeah, ah. yeah, that's everybody felt. Everybody was laughing at me down the comedy store and it was just like six weeks, <laughs> nothing you can do. And yeah. then, you know, like the first week sucked. But then like so I went on his show recently. The guy that guy is so fucking funny. So I go, like, uh, I go, boom. I go, you're like a fucking great Dane. You don't realize how big you are. Yeah. I go, you're six foot five. I'm barely 5'10. And he goes, well, it's not my fault your parents are small people. <laughs> 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 like, he just didn't give up. A- I mean, he's breaking <laughs> balls. But he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's really funny. I, uh,
4: when I uh, lived in <laughs> Buffalo, I went to a lot of Bills games. You'd sit on that 50 yard line or you're on the sidelines. When you see those guys running full speed at each other, it's horrifying oh, to think of the impact of those fucking hits, man.
2: Yeah, no. They, it's
4: hard. It, yeah. it's a whole different fucking game when you see it that close. You're like, what the? Fu- what kind of person can do this?
3: They are yeah. so fast. One of so the fastest fast kids I ever saw so in real big. life was a uh, number 45 Raiders, Marcel Reese. Sure. We we're doing an event, and guy goes, "You guys, I want you to sprint from here to here, but Marcel has to eat chicken, eat chicken fingers on a plate the whole time. So we're running, two chefs as fast as we can. He passed us eating chicken fingers at a hundred <laughs> fucking... It. it was the most embarrassing... You guys do weird I, shit. Oh, there were chefs. Right. But I felt like another species. Like you just I was chefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh man, that
2: explains it. What the hell? explains all the drugs. Dude, I worked in a fucking restaurant. You guys are lunatics. <laughs> I used to work on a mesquite grill, like glassed in... With the chef, and the only reason why I had the job was because the restaurant was slowly going out of business. So I, I went, I became the busboy, the dishwasher, right. and worked you the keep Moving grill. up, it's like war. Every no, time no, I dies, kept all three jobs at the same time. Yeah, so I had like the bow tie shit underneath my apron, and I would be cooking the shrimp brochettes and shit, waiting for people to finish like a sitcom. I would like duck down, take the shit off. You come out and I would bust it. Wow! Then right, yeah. I mean, how many health code violations was I <laughs> every single one? <laughs> yeah. So then in the back there was like a like you know there's a little window where I put the orders up, and in the back they used to fucking I remember they would uh, they had like a little I don't I'm not a drug guy but a little brown cube that was smoldering under a glass.
3: Oh, the, would, hash. Yeah, oh the hash. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the old sticky hash. Yeah, the old sticky hash.
2: Yeah, and then they would just go out there. We had a guy who was on uh, work release from prison. Oh, man. like at night he had to go back to jail. Jesus. There was like an every like there was another guy was a f- fucking raging alcoholic who had lost his drive. I was in North Carolina. He had dr- lost his driver's license so many times that he just, he wasn't getting it. back. this is in the eighties too, where you could just like yeah. kill people a couple of times. Right. He, he lost it indefinitely, so he had this fucking moped, <laughs> and he used to ride it to work, and it was the wintertime, and he would be so bleary-eyed, and he'd take a shower at the last second. He always would have, like, frost on his hair, <laughs> like Grandpa Munster, right?
3: Are you kidding no, me? No, I swear to God.
2: Oh, so shit. So one time, I swear to God. So one time was a joke, dude, this fucking moped and he lived and he lived in a trailer. I mean, This guy's no, life. No oh, this was bad. It was bad. So it was a joke because this, this moped was his fucking mode of transportation. We took his moped and they had like this shed built into the hill where we had all the extra napkins and booze. Yeah, yeah. So we wheeled it uh, behind it up the hill and put it on the roof. And there was like, you know, cars would come by, you know, because it was a mall. And we put it up there and he, just to watch him freak out. And dude, this guy almost started fucking crying. Came in. My moped's gone. <laughs> and they're freaking out. We were just sitting out. I'm just sitting there. Like, I wasn't in control of the prank. So I was kind of thinking in my head, tell him, tell him, tell him. So finally we tell him. He's like, ah, oh, you motherfuckers, goddammit. And we fucking walked him all the way around and we get to the top of the fucking thing and the moped was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had stolen it. Oh, no. no, but it had a happy ending. They, they ended up finding it. <laughs> And somebody was, I remember it was silver and somebody tried to like do a quick spray paint of it black and it was all shitty. And I remember the next day him riding to work, with his fucking frosted hair. And I was like, I am the worst human being on the fucking planet because he, he wasn't even like mad. He, I remember he saw it. He goes, this ain't that bad. They painted
3: a little bit. but motor's still good. And I was just like, oh, man. So when, were, we were, when I was starting out, we were, I worked at a restaurant in New York City. Was, you know one of these big lines where you had the, the chef had the microphone? Uh-huh. So on Saturdays, we would do a collection for cocaine. So we would send the, 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 uh, the busboy up to Washington Heights with a ton of money, uh-huh. and then he would bring it back. And before service, there was like uh, cutting boards, and we would put little ounce containers around the cutting boards so they would be elevated and have the pastry chefs make the lines perfect Jesus. and cut the, the milkshake straws, and it would be all ready. So the chef would organize. So the chef would organize it, and right. the chef was a Cuban guy, so he had a funny accent. So uh-huh. when the cocaine would get there, and they were all the lines were ready, he would go on the microphone and go, "The eagle has landed!"
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> all through the fucking
3: <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> and then he'd be like, and then in the middle of doing everything, he would organize not only the steaks and that we were making, but he would organize who who had to go next. Yeah. So you'd be like, okay, two medium rare, one rare, one short rib. Okay, pastry, cocaine, let's go. Oh, 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 oh. And the old pastry station, we'd lift up the cutting board. You'd get your straw. Boom, boom, boom. And then you put it back, and everyone would go back to their stations. It was un- Oh, my. That should be in fuckered. a movie. It was amazing. Der- it was real life. Did, yeah, how, would
2: you guys be laughing or just like,
3: no, this is normal? No, it was normal. And then, then we were so coked up that we would start making demands, like terrorists. You know what I mean? Because the whole kitchen's coked up. So then we'd be like, chef, we want- Three pitchers of margaritas. So the chef would call into the, yeah. the channel manager. goes, hey, papo, four pitchers and margarita right now. Okay, vamos, vamos. And he goes, we can't give you any more alcohol, chef. Oh, no problem. We start cooking. Everybody take a break. <laughs> oh 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 <laughs> And everybody would just stop cooking. And he would, here come the pictures of Marguerite. And he would say, "Okay, <laughs> let's go. Two step around. right?" All fucking we would hold them hostage. Did we you, ever, hol- you ever work at a joint where you could be
4: paid in uh, regular check or cocaine?
3: Uh no. But if you got paid, it went to cocaine the, anyway. The, it was the 90s. It was, it was, that's what yeah, fueled no, us. Yeah,
4: I, no, I was a bartender in Geneseo, and that's how they, they, they would ask you, you want to be paid white or green? And if you wanted white, you had to go out the back and up the stairs oh to, I don't want to say his name, but whatever. The shit that we uh, used to do. We used And, to cut and I, I was too poor. I had to always go green. I'm like, you know, I wasn't an altar
3: boy, but I needed green, not white. And the hazing that we used to do, like for you to be part of the squad, we would cut the, the, the inside of our pockets out. Uh-huh. So when the new cook would come, we would hold the pot. Yeah, and we'd tell the new cook, "Go in my pocket and get the matches to light the pilot." So they would go into your pocket and grab your junk, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> and all the fucking. You'd see these sixty-year-old kids just fucking. Right. We we're just abusing them. It was awful back they're, then. They're saying Bill's
4: got to leave. But yeah, uh, I got this. Uh, yeah, really, thing. really quick though. First of all, congratulations on the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Which is fucking weird, living in L.A., being a Red Sox fan. That... But
2: I got to go to the game. You know, I went to game four and you know, had a pretty good time. You know, you always almost get into a fight out there. It's just right. how it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't believe it, man. Just every time I think we won our last one, yeah. it just keeps yeah.
4: rolling. You guys are on a roll. I'm just not a baseball fan anymore, but...
2: So, anyways, I got to go run yeah, my yeah. app on something else. Uh, uh, yeah, Bill, thanks, man. I really appreciate you right. doing the podcast. Yeah, and I'm glad have you, you fucking you? texted me back because I, mi- I missed your. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's a you meet no, you. It's, it's,
4: all, it's all good. Oh, yeah, sure. All
2: right. Uh, wait, one other thing.
4: I forgot to mention F is for Family. The yes, season three
2: is coming out November 30th. I think this is our strongest season. And this season, uh, we have Vince Vaughn is on it. We have two Oscar winners on it now Allison Janney and. Jenny and uh, um, um jesus christ uh, sam rockwell my brain is tired uh <laughs> yeah we got laura dern justin long dave keckner all of these amazing amazing people and uh i learned that from seinfeld a long time ago where he was just like i'm gonna surround myself with the most talented people yeah and they'll uh help me along as i figure out what the hell i'm doing so uh thank you for letting me come on here and promote the show dude those fucking stories my god crazy They're amazing are amazing all right yeah that right, for bro. family on
0: netflix yeah, let's do this one fuck it this one um this is one i probably should feel bad about oh really but i don't and i'll tell you why it's because i wrote this after being on your show and it was an uh, one of the many catholic priest scandals had just come to light as usual The Catholic Church was trying to cover it up, pretend they didn't know about it, or they weren't sending these guys off to do it again to somebody else. We were on—I was on your show, and, like, somebody from the Archdiocese of New York called in— and I remember he was explaining it away and like, oh, you know, it's, it's these things are anomalies and it's not a usual thing. And we, we we really, and I was just sitting there livid, like, just so, you lying motherfucker, I'm going to go home. I'm going to write the most scathing, satirical love song between a priest and an altar boy. and I'm going to bring the fucking Catholic church to its knees it did not work <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was bill donahue by the way i bill remember donahue, i yes. remember that day like it the was catholic, yesterday it
0: was, wait that was catholic the, league of catholic new york yeah that was league.
4: that was bill donahue right. who, who had a real problem with us having you know the couple
0: have sex at st patrick's cathedral wait so we were the inspiration for that song i think i wrote it after hearing him like no kidding talk about how you know this never happens. Right, and it was right. like everybody's rolling their eyes, like, come on. Yeah. Man, this happens all the time. Yeah. You guys would just fess up about it, stop trying to cover it up. Right on. So, anyway, here's my love song between a priest and an altar boy.
1: Deep in prayer, my cross to bear, I kneel upon the floor. Temptations of a Catholic priest aren't easy to ignore But I cannot control myself, it rips my soul apart For one small sheep among my flock has stole the shepherd's heart Altar boy, altar boy, confess your sins to me You will find the grace of God Inside my rectory Mm -hmm. At Sunday Mass or Bible class I catch him in my view So I close my eyes But there he lies Spread eagle on the pew And when I see him in that frock I think he looks so fine I'll drop a couple roofies Into his communion wine Altar boy, altar boy Is it gonna be heaven or hell? You can play my organ all night long If you promise never to tell
0: Maybe I feel bad for that organ line.
1: <laughs>
4: Our Father,
0: who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
1: If he thinks the second coming is bad, then the third one's gonna be insane. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from sin. We could pretend that he was Jesus. Christ and how is Mary Magdalene? Altar boy, altar boy, confess your sins to me. You will find the grace of God inside. My wreck. Oh my Tori.
4: Wow, Stephen Lynch. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. Holy, my old video. friend, Bill Burr, just Hello? left. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> You're on, Carl. <girl. laughs>
3: <laughs> you fucking did well, my my brother. I was intimidated by Bill Burr.
4: Uh, Bill Burr is intimidating. He was. Absolutely. I got
3: nervous like the first time I, I went I talked to you. It was. I felt the same way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: over the years, me and Bill Burr, there was one
3: time Bill
4: admitted it finally on the show. He goes. The first time I saw you up, I, I looked in your eyes and went, ah, I know that look. <laughs> <laughs> and we we always had this weird understanding that we would we wouldn't push each other's buttons. That's where we're kind of uh,
3: similar in a way. I, I let me tell you, this is the first time I saw you guys together. So I don't know your history really with him, but you guys really look like good like real friends. Like you guys talk the way I talk with my friends.
4: I mean, we uh, we not like
3: like my real friends, yeah. not like Mike Sappho.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I,
3: I just like hitting him out of the doesn't see it coming <laughs> No, you guys look I'm,
4: like real, like. We're definitely friends. I, I, I mean, we weren't like um, hangout friends like he is with a bunch of the other people, but we definitely got along. He did some great stuff for the radio show in the past, and we always kept in touch. And I was always, I remember the day he told me he was uh, moving to L.A. He just knew he had to get out to L.A. to make things happen. And, uh, happen. He was doing very well in New York and said, "No, nah, dude, I got to get out there." And I thought he would go for a month or two, and man, was I wrong. He went out there and just flourished. Now he's got helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's he's pretty he's pretty close to an A-lister, man.
3: Oh, yeah. You know? So, he's then, a he's a he's a really he's a funny guy. Like people say he's a comics comic. Yeah. You know, he's really smart. Yeah. that was really cool. Like, you know, still checks out comics. He was talking about Mark Norman and stuff. That was pretty cool.
4: I I guess I was trying to explain to him that, you know, he's skating through all this PC garbage and this mean-spirited thing where now comics are going after other comics for being mean-spirited or that's hateful. You know, uh, funny's funny. That's we come from that that world. If it's funny, it's that's it. That's all you should worry about. But not in this new world of comedy. And I was trying to explain that to Bill. The one of the reasons he skates is because he sort of has this I don't give a fuck attitude. But he does. Right. He does give a fuck, and he works really hard at his craft. But he also is so damn honest with his comedy that people will accept that. Right, you know what I'm saying? They know they're not looking at a phony up there. They know that that, uh, that they're looking at someone that's pretty special that really knows how to break down uh, society in general and what's going on in this crazy world of ours. Yeah. And they will accept some some of the harsher stuff because a it's incredibly clever and incredibly funny and incredibly honest. You got those three things, you know, then all this PC culture crap. They can't touch you. They uh, can't touch you.
3: But one thing, one thing. There's so much. The culture's so small. This PC culture. If you see the amount of people on Twitter that are actually outraged, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Like even when I deal with a troll, you know, like once you once you go at are a big fan or something, and I've met a couple of them. Yeah, and they're just, just nothing. You uh. know what I mean? Like it's they have these giant personas on 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 social media, and then you meet them. You know what I mean? It's like
1: yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, as soon as you realize you can't fight those people, like I said in an earlier podcast, it's like fighting with a ghost. You know, it it makes it way more okay. Because... But there's
3: certain things that trigger me, like there, there's that I have to say something. I have to, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. when when, I, when there's someone that doesn't know me or doesn't know Opie, and is like, he's gonna break your heart. Like you. I'm like, what? Are, what? Here's what blows my mind. I'm like, what? At what point? I'm on Twitter all day, right? So at no point do I read something from a celebrity or someone that I follow and decide to talk to them like I know them. Like there's no – it's like I'm not like, David Hasselhoff, you should really cut down the drinking, man. Like I love you and – you know, like what are you doing? Like that – it well, just seems like there's something. You're, something's off with you. I, I'm, I'm so
4: frustrated by that misconception because it's just complete and utter fucking bullshit. Of I can show it you is. my phone. I got a million fucking. Fr- I have too many friends. I, <laughs> I, I, wish I didn't have half these fucking friends I have. <laughs> I hear you. But those assholes from the past really, really set something for, uh, uh, forth, and and people just bought into it. Right. It's unfucking believable, man. You know. That yeah, I didn't me. get along with uh, a few people from uh, the, the old radio show. Yes, but I, I but I also gotten uh, along with a ton of fucking people. Oh, I get the same shit, man. It, I get the
3: same. thing. How am I gonna business? break
4: your heart? You're a grown man. I'm
3: a grown man. I don't even have a heart. Right.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. And yeah. when we have issues, which is very rare, we talk it out and we discuss it. How many times have I said, "Hey, Carl, I gotta tell you this because I want to keep everything above the table." Right. Yeah,
3: you tell me. You tell me. All, he tells me the same thing all the time. He's like, "You know what, Mike's gonna mess." Up the levels, and this is going to happen. But you know what? Joey's going to bail us out. Robert have a creepy dating story. Robert's going to be in love with every girl you bring in here, right? He's told me everything. I'm suspicious though. You
4: you pick up your phone every once in a while. You're not like, you're not like uh, texting "fuck that cunt" to Mike
3: while we're doing a, a podcast, are you? Uh, no, I don't even have Mike's number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maddie can say no, so. He, do- he doesn't. <laughs>
5: I texted him like three weeks ago. And I'm like, guy, why are you ducking me like four times? Yeah. I see him here. I'm like, guy, why didn't you answer my text? Yeah. You never texted me once. I yeah. text him. He goes, oh, you're not saved, bro. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Look, uh, you want to know how you're in my phone? Oh, well. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> here we go. Mike's in my phone now. Please, Carl, read this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> read this. Wait, I got to find it real fast. Okay. How do I have Mike in my phone?
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Superfan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs>
5: <laughs> no,
4: I got to I gotta explain, though, man. Fucking, you know, back in the day, I learned way more now uh, that Jim and Ant would be shit-talking me through their phones while we're to- trying to do a radio show. <laughs> it finally came out with the famous, you know, the little cunt will look at me. <laughs> Uh, text that blew up and I tried to quit uh, Sirius XM and then uh, Mel Karmazin said, you're not quitting because I need you because that shows nothing without you. Mel always knew that shit. And he goes, if you're telling me you want to reinvent yourself and do something different, you're going to stay here and do it here at Sirius XM. But then I find out that they were doing that on the regular instead of confronting me with their bullshit. I'm not perfect, but if you have a problem with me, how about you look me in the eye and go, let's talk <coughs> this out. Instead, they were texting back and forth while I'm trying to do a radio show with the guys. It's fucked up.
5: <coughs> you know it's fucked up. Carl has left the building. No, no, I'll tell you something. It's fucked up, <laughs> Carl. So, superfan. I just want
3: Mike to talk because I am going to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. Set the trap.
5: He, happen. he put me in as super superfan. After I was working here So it wasn't like No I'm going to tell you something Because I just it's realized cold. this It's
3: gold I'll it's tell you good. this
5: Yeah but Carl got mad too Because <coughs> How did I put you
4: in my In the phone I, I think I wrote Carl
3: uh, his- Carl New Carl New <laughs> I'm like The new guy I'm like what the fuck do you mean It was Carl Old Carl- Who the fuck is Carl Old well, You know, because
4: you changed Your phone or something So I was confused So I put you in my uh, phone As Carl
5: New
3: What's <laughs> Carl- your last name New Carl New is what was weird At least you pronounced New right <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) he's from finland (laughs) i don't know carl i I was working with him
5: of course and i didn't have his number for like a month i'm like oh here's my number here's my number finally it was when we went to staten island yeah i'm sitting on the west side highway because i knew he didn't want to give me his address i'm like (laughs) he's like yo you want to take a ride me to staten island i'm like yeah i'll come with you i'm standing on the west side highway with the podcast shit dming him waiting for him to show up and finally my phone rings i'm like hello he's like it's Opie. I'm like, thank God, I can finally save your fucking number. We were DMing for fucking a month and a half. He's Good not move, lying. Opie.
3: Good move, Mope.
5: <laughs> He's online. lying. Opie man. DMs
3: me still. He he, he actually <laughs> yeah, he hits me on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> 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 Mike's not. Lying. That's how I know I'm close to Opie. It's like, hey, pal. <laughs>
4: right. Mike's not lying because I'm like. Fuck! I don't know where he is. I gotta fucking call him now. He's gonna know my number, and I knew he was a super fan. I'm like, I don't want super fans to, to
3: know my phone number. Oh, that's funny shit. And I don't want him hanging out
4: in my house. That's
3: just downright creepy. Did you see? Did you see Opie react when we finished with Bill Burr? We took a little break, and I kissed the girl. The, oh, the, I know that was. Did weird. you see Opie fucking get weird?
4: No, because I, I... But now you're going to make me sound weird. I. I it's no,
3: I'm not saying you're weird. I said he got weird, right? He's like, no, I, ew, Carl has emotion. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank, you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining it.
5: Thank you for explaining
3: it. He was like, he has no fucking filter. No, 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 <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's sitting there, and I got a girl waiting for me for fucking two hours to do a fucking... Doing a podcast. <laughs> and she can't
5: even hear the show. She's she in came, a little
3: She's, she's sitting there.
5: But you gave
0: My, her-
3: Mike's throwing fucking D-level jokes at her. Yeah. You could use the computer. Just... Hey, don't look at porn. <laughs> 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 you want to see my pistol? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Down Syndrome Roddy Dangerfield in there throwing out some dead one-liners. We're,
4: we're a weird group. <laughs> then all of a sudden I see you giving her a baby kiss and I'm just like, Ew! Exactly. <laughs> it's no fucking filter. She, she's. Snaps her neck Snaps me. her neck. I, I kind of know her a little bit now. And then and Opie looks her down in the eye and goes,
3: just joking. <laughs> no, I go,
4: no offense, but I'm not used to him uh, showing right. any type of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good,
3: nice endorsement from your boy. <laughs>
4: when I met this guy, he was dead
3: inside. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, you didn't fucking. Oh, shit. You're, we're fucked now.
4: Oh, fuck. Oh, all fuck. Right. I was supposed to bring uh, Bill Burr up to see Tim Sabian. Come on in for a sec. <laughs> I, I just realized I was supposed to bring Bill Burr upstairs. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> 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 look, all I the look suits like are Burr. here. All this everybody's here. Oh, I fucked up. Oh, ah, God. next time. Oh, What's up, brother? What's up, Mark? What's going on?
3: They're just walking out. They're not happy. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs>
4: That's, That's perfect. The, because the whole thing started. I got here, and all the suits were here bothering me by like, you, 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 you got to bring Bill Bar upstairs. You got it. This a blah, 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 blah. now sounding like Mike. That was a lot of fun with Bill, man. Catching up like that.
3: I'm really happy that really uh, a lot of fun. Mike got my raincoat back. That was bullshit.
4: Uh, oh, we yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, well, well, we made fun of him.
3: Oh my god! But he got in trouble.
5: What do you mean? Well, I, no, the oh. peeing because.
3: I posted I posted a very simple I thought it was going to be a joke, right? right. So I'm posting
5: Well, I got to
4: I got to explain. Okay. So I'll do this I'll do the the radio setup. So out of nowhere Mike decides to tell everybody that he he pees on his girlfriend and she loves it. It
5: wasn't out of nowhere. Robert was saying <laughs> Robert was saying that girl was into like uh,
3: being whipped and stuff
5: and you yeah, talked about fetishes. You didn't have to volunteer what what you And then I said
3: into. A girl wanted me to pee on her, and then you're like, Yeah, I do it every Tuesday.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he offer it up?
3: It came right out. Thank you. It's slip, slip, and slide.
4: Oh, look, Robert's not
0: looking for <laughs> Bill Burr. Come, on in. Come on in, Rob.
3: Are you looking for Bill Burr? Hey, how you doing? I'm Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just wanted to make sure the executives were not going to bother you.
4: Oh my God, you are stress eating.
3: You are stress eating. We've come up. We have a theory, Robert.
4: Yeah, with, this podcast started with Carl's observation of you. That so this is that Your vest is a bit tight today, and it that is you a might bit be tight. stress uh, stress eating because of Gina.
3: <laughs> you miss you miss Gina. <laughs> you are stress eating. I finished all the chocolate. That's exactly what <laughs> oh, I did. You.
4: And Gina's from two episodes ago when there was a little confusion, and instead of Jeff the Knife Guy coming in, it was Gina. Oh
3: okay. I'm going to go I, see the Knife Guy today. I'm going to go see. Jeff, I'm driving up to Peekskill Uh, to sign all the watercolors. All my knives are done, 36 knives. That's
4: awesome. But anyway so Gina comes in and crushes hopefully you guys heard that podcast and then we decided that Robert really likes Gina and then Carl made the observation that you like her so much that you've been stress eating ever since you met her and then your vest is
3: about to pop it's a little uh... (laughs) he's eating Twix and Cherry
0: Garcia (laughs) (laughs) while trolling Instagram you've got me (laughs) dead to right Uh,
3: and then he's all wearing black right with boots and stuff. well I have
0: to go to a funeral tonight (laughs) oh Jesus but
3: why, why do you have to go as a Zorro impersonator? <laughs> are, you, are you doing a skit there? Well, it's Spanish. You know, like... <laughs> who, Whose
5: funeral? Actually, it was somebody who worked here.
3: Oh Here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you look like El hear. Chapo's lawyer. <laughs> well, that's the point. <laughs> sorry to hear. I, I want to organize a date okay. with Robert yep. and Gina. Yeah. You pick the restaurant. Gina will do it in a second because she wants to be back in this podcast. Yeah. Bad. So they go on a date. Okay. And then we come back. And have them recap. Yes. I would like to know if people like to do that because I would love to see the mechanics of Robert. Robert, are you cool with
4: this? Are we talking about a double? Are you going to film it? What's, you no, just gonna, no, 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 gonna... no.
3: Because if, if it's possible, it might work out. I don't want to make it a bit. I want to give it a shot.
4: I'll be there with my Zoom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no matter no. what you do, she's coming with me. But it's nice to, you know, catch and release, right? See what? Let's see what Robert. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, let's let's set that this up. This is like cold trickle when they first put him in the race car. Let's see what he can do. Let's set it up, <laughs> here. and then we'll Robin is racing. And then we'll get
4: them both on the podcast in the very near future. Let's do that.
3: I think it would be a great. I, I think love that. It would that. be a great, and that would be a great that. way to bring Gina back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By just and then watching, <laughs> take a picture of your torn clothing by the end of She's it's like a shark attack. I can't wait. Yeah, let's do that. She doesn't drink. Oh, really? Oh, I, she's, I, she's stone cold sober.
4: She's like that st- sober? She hasn't had a
3: drink in 10, 15 years. I don't want to be the guy, but someone like that
4: should start drinking.
3: She should drink all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she should have a flask of fucking Boozanooch. Nothing. Oh wow. It's <laughs> it's a real date. Like you have to be with there with a sober lucid girl. Oh wow. I, I did it and she remembered me 12 years later. If that that's a if that's <laughs> not a pro, that's a pro. <laughs> that's
4: a that's a problem.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. of just what you I hit Opie's Merrill. Opie hates when you physically touch him. <laughs> He's like what do you do? I doing? don't. I like
4: it.
3: <laughs> no, like normal touch, but I hit him hard. Oh, well, you you don't
4: hit as hard as Gary Busey, but uh <sighs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. She she gave me a beating over these damn
3: things. Oh, she did. So let's let's see if yeah. Let's do that. Set it up. So the raincoat before we wrap this up. So I left my raincoat here once because I was it was my own fault. It was hot out and I it it was going to rain and it didn't rain. So he took it. Mike Sappho took it, and I go on Twitter, and I a personal you know a a public complaint. I. CC Westwood One. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent a tweet of my coat. And I said, Mike Sappho has stolen my coat and hasn't given it back in a month. And, and I cc Tim Sabian and the people at Westwood One. <laughs> you're,
4: you're like a housewife from Akron, Ohio. Exactly. I want to talk to the manager. Yeah,
3: yeah, dude. I had that, lay- uh, that, that short bob haircut. Why are you CCing
4: everybody? I
3: cc Tim. I CC'd <laughs> There was a whole meeting about it. The president of the network. <laughs> came down everybody yeah. came down why are we losing talents ring I, I may or may not called internal affairs at NYPD <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know you, you gotta see on your hands over there that's funny check the evidence room yeah. <laughs> so uh what I didn't count on was the good old Twitter people that have the longest memory they're like elephant memories oh my god so that's then they're like I bet you that jacket has pee-pee stains on it. I bet you he's wearing it so his girl can pee on him. <laughs> that jacket's ruined. It's full of Mike pee-pee sauce. <laughs> and,
5: Carl, and Carl, you nailed it because what happened was when the first podcast came out when I said it, I took her to meet Mike Francesa. She tweets the picture, and she's like, who the fuck are, are these five, six people? I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, does Mike know that you like to get peed on? Mike Francesa <laughs> pees on you. Mike and the pee dog. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: So now. My this his girlfriend, what a man.
3: <laughs> I <hit my> head. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> So, I got him so she was pissed. I'm like, listen, it was an old. <laughs> what the pee dog?
5: So she's like, I'm like, listen, it was old... <laughs> <laughs> p p p p p. Good afternoon,
1: urinators.
5: <laughs> so I'm like, listen, it's an old episode. No one's gonna remember it anymore. Then she takes my phone. We're in Hong Kong, and I'm like, she's like, oh, Carl's so funny. And then she reads the comments, and then she realizes people go back, right? And a lot of people listen. And she gets these random people requesting to be friends with her on Twitter, and she's like, "I'm not gonna be friends with these fucking people. They know we pee on each other." So oh, it's a huge God. thing now, yeah. And the raincoat thing—it's it's that like, you just made worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. You yeah. wanna you wanna bring my umbrella home
3: tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with that umbrella. You turn that thing around—that's a pee kitty pool in mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> a little little pee carousel. You spin that, you could put pee all over the fucking house. I thought it was fucking funny. That's really funny. I thought it was funny. Robert is. Robert's going on a date with Silver Gina. I can't wait. That's
4: going to be amazing.
3: How quick do you think Robert goes emotional? Goes the emotional, road? <laughs> honestly, because I, I think I figured out Robert's game.
4: Yeah, Robert, you can't tell your whole life yes. story within the first fucking five minutes. We, me and Carl, feel like you're gonna just panic and
3: just spill out everything, <laughs> Robert. If you, and you're
4: gonna show her that you're an, an emotional wreck, and then she's right. gonna eat you alive because that's what she likes doing.
3: And right, it's gonna be a whole thing. So the, this is how you this is how you break a, a wild horse. Okay, right. First, you look at her dead in the eye the minute you see her. If, even if she's 10 feet away, don't wait for the hug because she could feel weakness when you hug because you're going to be nervous. Say with me, Mike, you're an alpha. And you go, God, you look fucking hot right off the bat. Just break that wall. Okay? Don't right. be like, hey, did, was the train okay? Or, oh my God, was it home of the traffic? Don't beta shit. Don't just, and then whatever she talks about that's important, gloss over it and stare at her body. I'm telling you. Yeah. And then don't you have a move where you stick your thumb in her mouth? <laughs> My, a finger. Oh, you don't go thumb? I used to go thumb, but they bite that shit Thumb a lot because you have to go sideways. <laughs> the finger can get out quick if they get nervous or if they have a gag reflex. It's the weirdest move I've
4: <laughs> ever heard. Carl goes, what I do is within a few minutes, I, I stick a finger in her mouth <laughs> like, what." The-
3: Fuck! I, I, it fucking works, or it that's either a, works or it's a fucking problem well, at dinner.
4: Well, that's a ballsy
3: move, is what I'm getting. I at. lock. I knocked a lobster claw out of a girl's mouth <laughs> once. I didn't even see she was chewing it. I took the thing and she spit it out when she <laughs> had a gag reflex when I put my finger in her mouth. <laughs> but I remember the first time it worked. I was at uh, Del Frisco's Steakhouse. Yeah, up in Midtown. Sure, and. We were supposed to meet at 6. She was running late, so she got there at 8. So think about Carl, two hours at the bar, stress drinking. So she got there. I didn't even know my fucking name. She gets there. We're ordering the steak, and she's talking to me, and we're having a little shrimp cocktail appetizer, and I just slowly landed on the carrier. And I put my finger in her mouth, and she starts to suck it right off the bat. And I said, holy shit, Grandpa. You were fucking right. Yeah. Wow. And, af- and wow. after that, just... That's been your well, move. Yeah, I mean, not all the time. Sometimes I'm on normal dates. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to fucking... I'm not going to fucking... Give up oh, so you're your smart
4: mouth. enough to know when to break out that move. Yeah. yeah. Like with Gina, I would go right away with finger to mouth. You
3: would go finger. Yeah, you yes. have to get an alpha. Robert, you have to get an... I'm writing this down. Robert, Don't write it down. No. Just memorize it. It's Robert. like it's like school, like knowing no the presidents. <laughs> Drop that mic and go get your manicure. <laughs> <laughs> But only on one finger. The finger you're going to put in and put like a bald eagle or maybe have them put like an ace playing card on it. (laughs) You just. Oh, you know what you should do? You should get like one of those 50s pinup girls on the one nail. Like it's like an old B 52 bomber. (laughs) That's your fighter plane, that finger.
4: Why don't we get out of here, man? Because now the podcast is too long for these people. Okay. I always hear.
3: (laughs) That's what I (laughs) hear. That's my favorite. That's actually what he hears. Like people are typing stuff. That's perfect. That's what he sounds
4: like. (laughs) You know, the perfect length for a podcast is between 45 and 50 minutes.
3: Good for you. Good for you. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then. (laughs) And then.
4: uh, uh, Thank you to Bill Burr for real. That that was
3: just awesome. He was awesome, man. Catch Uh, me at Rascals Comedy Club. I always wanted to say that. I don't know why. All right.
4: (laughs) Sounds
1: good.
3: Instagram, Sabor Chef. And everybody, please, let's put pressure to make uh, Robert and Gina. No, it's happening. It's happening.
4: Or he doesn't hang with us
3: anymore. (laughs) I'm in. Jesus. He'll do it. Sandbox, sandlot bully (laughs) Opie. It's for the show. I'll do it. The fat kid from sandlot. Yeah. Uh, All right.